Disney fan, have you ever wanted to know how we make the magic? Or maybe what's happening at Disney every single week? Well, have we got the podcast for you. This is D23 Inside Disney. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. I'm Jeffrey from D23. And I'm Candace from Radio Disney. And we are taking you Inside Disney. Welcome to this week's episode of D23 Inside Disney. I'm Jeffrey, and I'm here with Candace and Sherry, both of whom just had incredible Disney parks experiences coast to coast. Candace, spill. I want to hear everything. Sherry and I were just saying that we're losing our voices from all the screaming on all the attractions all weekend, <laughs> but this was literally the best parks experience of my life. Like, work trips can kind of go either way. You work a lot and don't play a lot, but I had such a good balance, and we did the parks like you're supposed to do the parks, like magic hours all the way through fireworks, through all you can do is shop because everything is closed. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> that's the way to do it. So Super much hardcore. fun. Yeah. <laughs> Running on Joffrey's Coffee and Friendship, <laughs> and I just, I have a new favorite attraction which I'm very excited to talk about because I didn't realize that this was going to be such a thing for me but the slinky dog dash attraction was so much fun put this on your list like top of the list what was it about it that you love so much feeling like you're actually in the slinky dog and like just the way it moves it's so smooth and new and colorful and just (laughs) the music and the lights it just was everything to me Uh, I would love to see Toy Story Land I heard that you feel like you're the size of a toy as soon as you step into the land which is amazing yes you do I'm only 5'2", so I already feel toy-sized, but yes. so I'd love for that to be even more extreme. Toy <laughs> Absolutely, but it was just such a good weekend. Of course, the Food and Wine Festival had so much food, so much food. I mean, I can't even remember. I had like steak and Kahlua pork and spicy tuna. I had scallops. The spicy Yum. tuna, I told you, the spicy tuna was amazing. It it's was. my favorite. The warm Indian bread. Mm. It was perfect. I did it all. That sounds perfect. And on the other coast... Yes, on the other coast. So my brother was in town, which was super fun. Every time he comes into town, I take him to to Disneyland. So we took a couple of friends, and we saw all the Halloween decor, which was so fun to see in real life. There were pumpkins everywhere, jack-o'-lanterns, orange, yellow, everything. My voice is going. (laughs) (laughs) I screamed so much on the Incredicoaster, but it was worth it. So we know you love the Incredicoaster. Any other favorites? Where else did you lose your voice? Lost my voice screaming on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. There is a strolling magician doing sleight of hand on the streets of Frontierland on the Mark Twain steamboat and mingling with guests at the Golden Horseshoe. And also at the Horseshoe, there will be a pair of piano players who are playing iconic songs from the Old West. And they will also take requests from the fans so we can go and try to stump them. I love I love dueling pianos. They have great dueling pianos uh, at Jelly Rolls on mm-hmm. uh, the Boardwalk at Walt Disney World. Yes. Very, very fun. So cool. Also, I don't know if you saw last week, they announced some big news for Tokyo Disneyland. We knew that they've been working on this new Fantasyland area. They've announced it will officially open April 15th. Bell's Village will be there. It's going to be this cool immersive area where you got Maurice's Cottage, uh, Gaston's Fountain, restaurant shops, of course. The thing, though, that is the piece de resistance is Enchanted Tale of Beauty and the Beast. Parks fans got a preview of this earlier this year when the Parks blog released some amazing video of these incredible audio animatronics figures going into this attraction that tells the tale of Beauty and the Beast, the tale as old as time. Plus, there's also going to be a new Big Hero 6 attraction called The Happy Ride with Baymax, and that makes me happy to know that that's coming. There's so much cool stuff. I just love 
Tokyo Disneyland. It is, it's such a beautiful park. Uh, I want to go there so bad. Another big announcement I'm very excited about, though, Special Olympics is back at Walt Disney World at ESPN, Wide World of Sports. And this is all part of a new eight-year agreement between Special Olympics and ESPN. They've been partners for 35 years. And the best part about this is this collab just brings more attention and awareness to the whole Special Olympics program. They've actually upped participation 172%, which is very cool. So thank you to ESPN and the Special Olympics. That's so exciting. That's amazing. And, of course, the Special Olympics, they're going to be happening in 2022. And on another Disney network, 31 Nights of Halloween Fan Fest is coming to Freeform October 5th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. So this is going to be in conjunction with Freeform's 31 Nights of Halloween. This is a 90-minute special that was filmed at the spooky, iconic Hollywood Forever Cemetery. And we get to see all kinds of stars like Dan Aykroyd from Ghostbusters, people from Hocus Pocus. We've got performances from Kristen Chenoweth, J.D. McCreary, Christina Aguilera was also a surprise guest. And she is receiving a fan favorite music icon award. She can put it right next to her Disney Legend Award. Well-deserved. I'm very excited because we have new music from Radio Disney artist B.B. Rexa. She has a new single from Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. If you guys haven't heard the song, it is so good. She actually co-wrote the song. It's called You Can't Stop the Girl. And everyone's excited because there's a music video coming here in just a few weeks, which I can only imagine what that is going to look like. B.B. Rexa, of course, very busy. She's out on tour right now with the Jonas Brothers and Maleficent, Mistress of Evil with Angelina Jolie, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Elle Fanning, of course, in theaters October 18th. So cool. I actually watched, they have a, a lyric trailer out right now. It's on BB's YouTube page. And I think it's, it's getting close to a million views. I gave right? it one or two. I, <laughs> Learning the lyrics. It's, it's Every really good. Counts. It is good. Another movie that we're all excited for, Frozen 2. They just dropped the new trailer, It really took my breath away. It is beautiful. The visuals are so cool. It's stunning. And the music, I mean, even just hearing the little bits, and and obviously we got to hear some of these songs previewed at D23 Expo. I am so excited for this movie. It is going to be chilling. Well, good (laughs) news. See what I did there? I like that. Of course. (laughs) Good news for Frozen fans. Frozen 2 will be on Disney Plus within the first year of launch. Disney Plus launches November 12th. But Disney Plus public pre-order is now live, so you can, if you are a U.S. resident, sign up for monthly or annual subscriptions with a seven-day free trial at DisneyPlus.com. The future is now, you guys. What are are you most excited to say? (laughs) High School Musical, the musical, the series, for sure. Love that. One day at Disney, obviously. I'm in it. (laughs) One day at Disney. Can't wait. Can't wait. I'm really excited for the Marvel series, although I know they're not launching until later in uh, 2020, but... I am very excited for Lady and the Tramp because oh, my yeah. girl, Yvette Nicole Brown, I love her. True. And she's in oh, it. So man. excited. Oh, I can't wait for the new Lizzie McGuire reboot, too. Yes. That'll be great. Yeah. We do a whole podcast about what we can't wait for. So I know. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you guys something I can't wait for. Disney Bedtime Adventure Box is coming. So this is going to be launched on ShopDisney.com and Disney Store. This is a subscription service that gives you everything you need as a parent to give your kid imagination before bed. It's got activity cards, authentic Disney Store pajamas, an adventure-based book, all sorts of things like stickers. There are boxes that come with pillows, blankets, plush, bath toys. I mean, it's literally everything you need to make bedtime not as 
stressful, which is going to be great for me very soon. I don't have a stressful bedtime with my son just yet, but I know that's coming. <laughs> you can actually ship it monthly, quarterly, or semi-annually. And the thing I am going to try, hopefully tonight, is the Disney Bedtime Hotline. This is back for the second year in a row. Until the end of the month, you can basically call the toll-free number, which is one 877 mickey and you'll get a special goodnight message from Mickey, Woody, Jasmine, Anna, and Elsa, Yoda, and Spider-Man. And that just gives kids something to look forward to at bedtime, which I think is so sweet. Aww. That's so cool. It's a perfect goodnight kiss. It is. Can I, I call? Am I too old? I think we both can call. Okay, I'm let's super do it. <laughs> um, and a goodnight kiss, you may know, that was a, a phrase that Walt actually came up with just something to, to leave the guests with something magical as their evening ended. And speaking of that, debuting October 1st, Epcot Forever. I'm so excited for this new Nighttime Spectacular to debut. I was bummed, but you and I both missed it just a couple of weeks. How did that happen? We got to go back. We got to go back. We got to go back. But we can hear a little bit more about what's happening with Epcot Forever and some of the secrets behind it from principal music producer for Disney Parks Live Entertainment, Dan Stamper, who's joining us right now from Orlando. Hi, Dan. Hi, really excited to be with you. Dan, how long have you been with the company? Uh, I've been a music producer since 1994. So, And before that, I actually started, I was 16 and started playing trumpet uh, in the park. Played in uh, no holiday shows, yeah, the candlelight, some uh, castle Christmas shows, and the Christmas parade. Dan, what are some projects that you've worked on since you've been with the company? In the Animal Kingdom, Tree of Life and the Rivers of Life. Uh, Rivers of Light show, Finding Nemo the Musical, the Beauty and the Beast stage show on the the Disney Dream, the Tangled show on the Magic, and in the park here, Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair Castle show, and Mickey's Most Merriest Christmas show, and the Move It, Shake It, Mouse Could Dance It show in the Magic Kingdom, and uh, some Halloween shows at Hong Kong too, Let's Get Wicked, and Jack Skellington's Villainous Gathering. So you're the principal music producer. So Can you tell us a little bit about what that means for those productions? I will put together the team and lead the musical team and responsible pretty much for anything that makes noise on a show or a project. So that includes the music, sound effects, the voices, everything that goes along with it. So I just sort of shepherd that team and try to keep everybody working together and um, keep the wheels oiled up and keep things moving along. Very cool. So as we all know, Epcot Forever is opening October 1st over the World Showcase Lagoon in Epcot Walt Disney World. For people who aren't familiar, tell us about Epcot Forever. Well, Epcot Forever, I'm going to quote our show director, Alan Brune. He calls it a love letter to the park. It's a tribute to what the park is and was, but also a look forward to the exciting things to come. We didn't want to do just a you know, a medley of songs and and just a whole bunch of special effects and pyro. But it's more than that. It's a celebration and, and if you will, a rededication to a park that was meant for innovation, culture, and creativity. So it sounds like there are so many different aspects to the show, including fireworks and lighting and lasers. So where do you even start when it comes to the music? You know, that's it's a really great question because... When we do begin something like that, we do talk about what the sound of the show is going to be. In the original soundtracks, you hear some of those old, you know, synthesizers. And even though they're great and it was they're really fun songs, 
this show needed to, to really transcend that. It needed to be epic, grand, celebratory, and it needed to have, if you look at the park, it's a real fusion of cultures and history and also styles of music. We wanted to have a, a really elegant overlay of an orchestra, but with a fresh sound. With this orchestra, we've got great world rhythm. We've got drums and contemporary instruments. We've got, of course, percussion. We've got a huge choir, and we've got kids' choir, and we've got some really talented soloists. So it's a little bit of everything, like the old kitchen cabaret. It's got everything, including the kitchen sink. It really takes you on a musical journey. Well, speaking of kitchen cabaret, one of my personal favorites, were there any songs that you said these have to go in there? Favorites of yours or songs that you just knew were so iconic that they had to be a part of the show? Yes, actually there were. We sort of debated a little bit about Magic Journeys. We were like, that's just got to be there. That has to got to, has to be in the show. Listen to the Land, which is just such a, it's a whole nother kind of song. It's just fun. It's got a, it's a toe tapper. And we did it in the style of sort of, you know, a big Aaron Copeland sort of orchestral style, which is really different than what you heard in the attraction itself. Actually, it was harder for us because we would go through, it's like, oh, we've got to have that song. And this, oh, what about this one? We've got to have this one too. It was harder to go, oh, well, what song? We're not going to use this song. And that was the big challenge with the score. And when you hear it, I'm excited for everybody to hear it, especially the fans who know the park well. We have so many songs that that was one of the biggest challenges was, how do we get all of these songs in an 11-minute score? So there's a little bit of a mashup. And, and we knew the great thing, too, was all you'd have to hear of some of these songs is like three notes. And you're going to know exactly what that song is. And then immediately you're going to go, oh, I remember where I was when I heard that song. Or I remember writing that attraction and, and feeling this when I first heard that song. So for us, it was a, the harder decision was what not to use. So put us in your shoes. It's the last week before Epcot Forever debuts. What's happening right now? Are there test shows? Are you making any last-minute changes? It's way too late for that. What's happening? We are rehearsing, and we are still tweaking. I, we don't stop. You know, Walt set the bar high for us, and we don't ever stop until the, the paint might still be drying, actually. But we will take every opportunity and every use every last minute to make that show the best it can possibly be. So we are out there dialing things in. I'm listening to the mix, trying to maximize the mix. You know, this 11-minute experience is a, is a short time, and we want to make the most of it. You mentioned the video clip that was on the Parks blog. And for all of our listeners, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend going to the Parks blog and watching this preview clip. It's outstanding. They show that recording session, which just looked epic. What was it like being in the room for something like that? Indescribable. I don't know that there are words when you're there in that space. <laughs> you know, these people that are performing are world class. They are amazing people, amazing talent. That room is magical. Uh, so everything coming together and hearing it, of course, is just unlike anything. It's really, I'd say, otherworldly. You, you really can't describe it 
unless you're there in the space. But the same thing I was saying about, uh, you know, I'm there. It's like, okay, I'm here. I've got you for the next seven hours, and I'm going to get the most out of it. So we worked really hard to get, you know, every take the best it could be and just, you know, try to enjoy it, but also to make sure you get your job done and don't get too sidetracked by just sitting back and wanting to just soak it all in and listen. Totally. There's so many new and exciting things coming to Epcot. In the near future, what are you most looking forward to? I'm a huge Marvel fan. I'm really looking forward to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, but also all of the exciting things coming to World Showcase, Mary Poppins. Uh, One of my favorite things to do when I first went to the park was watch the film at France because it's for me musically it's just was amazing so i'm excited at the new things that are coming in so i'm really excited about all the the fun and the love that's going to come to epcot well dan it sounds like you've had an incredible long career here at disney if you had to pick your one very favorite disney memory what would it be That's another hard one. I think the first one that comes to mind, I did the music to a Super Bowl halftime show when we did the Millennium back in 2000. Ironically, it was the same, I think it was 11 minutes of music. I worked with Christina Aguilera, Enrique Iglesias, Phil Collins, who had just done Tarzan, Tony Braxton, and we had Edward James Olmos as our narrator. We recorded that in London also, and we had a live orchestra on field, and we had all the stars there singing live. Uh, And I think for me in my career, I've been so fortunate to work with a lot of the big stars that sing in our films and and act in our movies. It's, uh, it's, It's really... I think I'm fortunate to have one of the best jobs in the universe. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. We're so excited to see Epcot forever. And here. And here, of course. (laughs) We cannot wait to get this show open. Thanks so much for joining us today, Dan. Really appreciate it. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. That was so much fun. We got to get down there to see this show. I know. It's going to be so good. I can't believe we missed it by like two weeks. I know. Uh, Sherry, it's your turn. All right. You got to be next. Okay. Well, if you say so, I'm on my way. Bye. (laughs) All right. For all the latest Disney news, check out D23.com, and we'll see you next week on D23 Inside Inside Disney. Disney.